Ladies and gentlemen from around the world, welcome to the second season of Sneaker Peak Podcast. Please put your hands together for the host, CJ. I tell a nigga, don't dick ride, don't blink ride, leave it to the double thick thighs, twin sisters. Drop it down and wobble, wobble up, mommy boot it up, she get down and gobble, gobble up, cause my money up. Slide, slide in the belly trucker, the rave trucker, your bestie is a dick sucker, I big double. All right, season two, episode three, baby. <laughs> Take two sounds a lot better. All right, it is August 12th, 2020, guys. Thanks for joining me. We got a hell of an interview for you guys today. Uh, let's just say hi to the babes real quick. We got train wreck. What's going on, man? Yo, hey, just want to let everyone know, uh, get off my nuts. I realize I spelt battle wrong on the YouTube show. Eat shit. I'm done hearing about it. It's fixed this this uh, this show. So yeah, move it on. <laughs> hey, man, you know, third grade education is hard to come by these days. <laughs> Fuck you too. <laughs> and we got Mr. Jason. How you doing tonight, man? What's up, man? I'm doing well. How are you? Happy to Good. be here. Good. Yeah, fresh as a oh, yeah, fresh as a button, my friend, and your backdrop looks amazing. Oh, thank you. It was uh, it's rigged. I mean, I found I think I found a better way to do it. I think I'm actually going to hang it from hooks. But, okay, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a uh, it's a little off, but we made it work for today. Hell yeah, man! Appreciate it. And chili with that hell of a collection behind you. What is going on, man? Thanks for noticing, guys. You notice those? <laughs> oh, hey, where'd my hand go? There it is. <laughs> yeah, he's not bullshitting at all. I'm doing, <laughs> oh I'm doing well. Thanks. Hell yeah, man. Good to see you. And of course, Mr. Joey Days, how you doing, my friend? I'm fucking great. Fantastically well. Man, yeah, 40 overnight. You just got grail <laughs> upon grail. Uh, I don't know, guys. I heard a dirty rumor that uh, Slobby Robbie's in the house. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, Kicked yeah. it around for a while. God damn. What a fucking good time. And uh, we're just going to jump into Open Forum, so kick that shit off. Open Forum. And on today's Open Forum, we got a couple of uh, interesting topics. Uh, Train and I were talking earlier about these kind of things, and there was, uh, you see all, all different kinds of numbers, but about $3.4 to $4 million worth of fake Dior sneakers were seized. I mean, did you, God damn, I know we posted about it on the Instagram, so we're all aware, but let's just kick the shit around this. Macaulay Culkin, and Joey Days, what are your thoughts? Oh, man, it's it's disgusting. In fact, right when I saw that outsole and how bad it looked in the pictures, I knew it was just fucking fake as shit. And they just looked beat as fuck, just toe box, everything. It's just, I can't say that it doesn't surprise me, man, because the shoe game is so high right now and everyone wants a piece of it. And it just, it's ridiculous too, knowing the numbers that they actually collected, given that the official ones, they only pressed like uh, 2,300 or 2,800. So, and they seized like just way more than that. It's, uh, it's pathetic. We saw some Yeezys in there too, some 350 V2s. I mean, hey man, from their take, it was, uh, it was quite the score, but uh, it's disgusting. 100% 100% agree, man. And it was definitely fucking disgusting. Those Yeezys looked like straight up burlap sacks on a piece of rubber. They were awful looking, dude. And uh, Chili, any thoughts on these fucking fakes getting seized? Uh, yeah, it's great to see. Hopefully you put a couple of them out of business. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Good fucking point. 
I mean, <laughs> I, I just, God damn, man. I, it's so satisfying to know that someone got fucking pinched trying to fuck someone else over. You know what I mean? Like, you got what you fucking deserve, man. Uh, speaking of got what you deserve, and this is a little sneak, you know, foreshadowing in the train. What are your thoughts on these fucking uh, fakes being seized? I mean, boys hit it right on the right on the head here. But what I want you to really think about is think about if you fucking bought those at like resale price for real ones and you got those fucking shitty rubber. They look like shitty worn out dunks. The Lowe's did. They, they just were all fucked up with like the quarter Jordan you win out of a fucking little toy machine at Peter Piper Pizza attached to it. They, they were so fucked up and not even close to the real thing. But man, woo, you already know a ship full of five, six million dollars worth of fake shits on the sea right now headed this way. So, I mean, <laughs> if they can keep doing it, fuck these clowns. This is, they are absolute scum and these, these guys are ruining the sneaker game. So, fuck them. 100% agree. And dude, I got to get Jason's opinion on those fucking phony ass looking Yeezys. What are your thoughts, man? It's, it's mixed emotions for me. I'm, I'm like Jerpy said, or sorry, like Chili said, I, I'm happy that those, that they were caught. Hopefully they went out of business, but I'm also like angry that people do this shit. You know, it's like, you're talking about a shoe that was selling for $25,000. Like, I don't know. I, I don't have it in me. To, to steal a dollar from somebody, let alone 25000 So it just, it bums me out. It really bums me out that people do that shit, man. Yeah, I mean, I, is, seriously, is a, mur a murder charge worth twenty five grand? i would say yeah. Like, that's, that's crazy money to be fucking dealing with people and, like, scamming them, man. That's not, that's not 150 That's not 200 bucks. That is real deal cheddar that you're fucking people out. Man, that takes balls. Yeah. yeah balls that are getting locked the fuck up for a long time hopefully and uh on a on another part of our radar we had a little bit of charity charity action that was popping up so uh there was a company and the name is eluding me but me and train were kicking this around earlier refresh my memory again because i'm fucking stupid well it's it's uh treesneakers.org is the website that this is going to be there's there's a long backstory behind this but basically the cto of spotify has worked with this company and shopify <clears throat> what did i say spotify spotify yeah my bad yeah uh uh shopify so right there he's already a baller so but he's doing this kind of charity run and they're going to be releasing the hottest the hottest sneakers of the year maybe even the past couple years if you go to the website uh they have like the silhouettes that are question marks and shit and you can kind of scroll through and they're going to be released by the time you're listening to this it'll be i think it's friday morning is when they're going to release what shoes it is and that's when i think they're going to say what they are and they're going to be for sale it's going to be a pain in the dick to get but at least you go for it at least it's there to try Mm -hmm. And when we were looking into it, it is a charity thing. So are they doing, they're selling them at retail and the, the money that they get, is that just going straight to a charity donation? Yep. 100%. All of it is going to the chair, uh, the charity. So they're, he's, he's already donated, uh, like over $150,000 of his own cash. So yeah, it's, it's, a, it's all charity based retail price. Just kind of get people involved, you know, in all aspects. 
For sure. And I mean, talk about two different sides of the spectrum here. We got the fakes getting seized and we got a guy just selling real shit at retail to people that want them. And he's donating the fucking cash to charity. I mean, that's huge. What was the guy's name again? John, John Lemieux or something like that. John something Lemieux. Anyways, let me get, let me get some thoughts here. Jay, what do you, what do you think about the whole charity thing he's doing? I think it's great, man. Anytime you're giving back to the community, I think it's amazing. So, um, you know, no matter how big or small it is, any any type of, you know, charitable work or act, I think is I think is incredible. So I I, I think it's great. Um, you know, maybe I'll try to cop, cop something on there. Who knows? But uh, I, th- I think that uh, it's a great cause. Absolutely. And totally agree. And Joey, what are your thoughts, my friend? Yeah, I think it's great. Like you guys said, it's just a, it's a win-win. It's going to a great cause and it gives you another opportunity to try to cop some of these bangers at a retail price. I think what I saw on the website, it looks like there's going to be a lot of dunks available, like the Travis Scott dunk, the SB dunk, as well as some of the dunk lows we saw in the past, whether it was the Brazil or no. What do you got for me? Sorry, dude. No, no, I was oh. pointing out to CJ. My bad, dude. Keep oh, going. Sorry. No, no, no. You're yeah, right okay. on. You're right on point. Uh, uh, but yeah, so I think just think it's a win-win altogether, and I'll certainly uh, try to go there, man. Hopefully, one of us gets lucky and uh, we hit on those, and uh, we not only cop a pair, but we give money to a good charity. Yeah, absolutely. What do you got, Train? So the, his name is John Michael Lemieux. That's the guy that's putting this whole thing together. He's the CTO of Shopify. Um, and if I could, I'm going to read this right off the website for uh, from sneakertrees.org. <clears throat> so it says, August is quiet and boring, and Stadium Goods was kind enough to let me buy a lot of my favorite sneakers. So I'm going so I'm doing something I've always wanted to for the sneaker community. Share the love with all of you. The first drop, <clears throat> God damn it, I'm sorry, guys. The first drop is on August 14th at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Manual only. Bots could try, but good luck. Remember, remember who this guy is. I mean, this this guy is the CTO, is the chief technical officer of Shopify. So if they're going to stop bots, it's going to be this fucking guy that's going to do it. Um, so, and then he continues, but good luck. Just humans, buy humans, for humans, like the old days. All proceeds will go to the, go to charities that help people get back to their, on their feet, the kickback and shoes that fit. Man, I'm butchering the fuck out of this. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, USA and Canada only and no returns or refunds. Stay on your toes and follow along on Twitter for more details. And his Twitter handle is at J M W I N D. So I like wow. it. Yeah, I like dude, it. Fuck absolutely. the bots. We all have a chance here, guys. I mean, if 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 the bots are going to be stopped, he's the guy. This is they're going to do it, and so it's it's a puncher's chance. Everyone should be going for be on this website. Eight a.m. Pacific our time, eleven a.m. Eastern. This is it. I mean, for real. Yep, August fourteenth. Hell yeah, Chili. Uh, any thoughts on this? Yeah, it's pretty exciting. It's definitely a pretty fucking baller move, and. If just being selfish, you can buy these pretty guilt-free. You know, it's going to charity and he's doing a cool thing. So it's it's a smart move all around. Mm-hmm. Pretty impressive. Well said, man. Well said. And uh, I believe, because Train and I were talking early, we got a tasty little uh, surprise for you guys. So bear with us while he gets prepared. So uh, this is, since I don't need to talk about it on Train Complains, uh something so i got my shoes and i told the boys i got the synths which i didn't get 
actually decided to splurge and get you lying sack of show. Oh, oh my goodness. And these gracious. are the real deal Sean Wortherspoon 197s right fucking here. Wow. It's about goddamn time. So I have those too. <laughs> yeah, it's it was uh whew, it's I, I get fired up even looking at the fucking thing. So um just real quick, I'm gonna blast through this story. Uh as of last week, goat fucking me around feel bad for the dude I was going to buy them from, uh, went on grailed Dude was selling exactly what I needed. Dead stock, same price bottom right. Then I got the shoes delivered. I have a ring doorbell. I see the doorbell ring. It's the mailman. Boom. Shout out to all the mailmen, by the way, you guys are fucking killing it out there in this shitty ass weather. Deliver my Sean Witherspoons in mint condition. The box looks fucking great. Um, and right. Like I swear, Five seconds after my doorbell rang with those shoes delivered, guess who fucking emails me and lets me know that my account is unlocked? Those scumbags at Goat, man. Fuck you guys. You lost out. My bad to the seller. I don't know who the fuck you are, but you got fucking worked out because their customer service sucks. So, yeah, got the Sean's legit checked twice. So, yeah, we're good, baby. Dude, that's fucking huge. And I will have you guys know, I knew of this as of like earlier today. So I kind of had a little insight. But last week when I brought up him getting fucked with the Sean Wetherspoons, total chance happening that I brought that up on the show. So just we're really fucking working this continuity, okay? <laughs> Dude, congrats, man. Glad you finally got him in hand. Super glad you're pumped up. And speaking of pumped up, let's just jump into this week's Hot Sneaker of the Week, man. Hot Sneaker of the Week. All right, this week's hot sneaker of the week. We got Sean Wetherspoon in the fucking news again, man. August 14th, that is Friday, for $165, dropping at Random Boutiques, the Asics. We've seen them all over the place. I, I mean, I'm not entirely sure what, what are these. They're not gel twos. They're, what are the, what's the model, Train? Uh, the model of the Wetherspoons? Yeah, the Asics. The Gel Light 3s. Gel Light 3s. Okay, yep. Gel Light 3s. I mean, dude, it, the Velcro thing is like his bag. Like even on the ones you got, the, the 197s, the little thing on the tongue you can pull off and change with all the shit. You got the Asics symbol you can rip off and put different colors on. Dude, it is just a fucking wonder to look at. So let's kick it around with the homies and see what the fucking thoughts are. Jason, why don't you kick us off? What do you think about the Sean Wetherspoon Asics? I think they're a tasty treat. I, I honestly can't say anything bad about them. Uh, I want them really bad. Actually, missed out on a raffle. The uh, train sent out the most recent one because you know, kids. Uh, um, but who knows? Maybe I'll happen upon some or something. But yeah, I think they're dope, and hopefully, you know, I know Joey and Chili and. Uh, train did the raffle if you did too hopefully all you guys get them but if, if only one of us can have them hopefully or if, if there's only one pair available i hope you know you know what i mean I hope yeah. somebody cops these damn things for sure for sure like joey says hopefully ssc boys get a fucking other tally in their fucking arsenal i love it that's I love right it. and hopefully you know i mean i won't be mad if it's chili or matt because or train because i wear a size 13 maybe we could you know <laughs> yeah I mean, dirty some fuck I mean hey you know what the, you started it matt or train you started it when, when we went to vegas 
before your son was born, you made me wear your All Hallows Eves around Vegas. Uh-huh. So you can only blame yourself. Yeah. <laughs> shoot, shoot, baby. Shoot or shoot. Like that's a bad thing. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> he was flaming the strip. God forbid you're time. dripping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, was, it was actually my first time wearing like legit sneakers out uh, in the world. I tried, you know, his on before, but he's like, just wear them for the day. I was like, are you sure? He's like, yeah. It's like, okay. So I wore them and they were, they were comfy. They were fun. Did you get any compliments? Uh, yeah. I actually did not, but mm-hmm. we were we were in Vegas like during the week. Yeah, so nobody was even out crawling around. <laughs> right, and we were at the Palms and half the casino was shut down, so it was like nobody there. Fucking A. So I'm sure if we were on the Strip, um, you would have got you know, some eyes. I definitely would have got some. Definitely, and definitely, but, and uh, the crazy part about that story is that you, for being a Vans guy and a dude that wore the low tops, going to a blazer and rocking them, and for you to just fall in love with the, you know, just getting heat on the feet, baby, is it, it was awesome. It was good to see. Glad you enjoyed it, and look where you're at now, baby. Just top of the world. Come on now. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And let's <laughs> kick it back to the. <laughs> Let's kick it oh, back oh. to uh yeah cool oh, here he is all right cool so i'll just get in there yes yeah, so, yeah skilly go <laughs> for it baby um yeah no in regards to the worthers man i'm really really fucking into these i mean i know that it's a pretty hard cop so whatever is what it is i can take or leave the velcro if i think that's kind of fucking it's fine whatever it's fine but uh you know i was i had it written in my notes i was like man i hope train gets these but you got those 97 so fuck you i hope i get them <laughs> also i'm going to jump in here about these witherspoons the asics uh now tell me if i'm wrong if these shoes were crocs okay and they were the same exact shoe but croc made them and it wasn't a sean witherspoon would these be worth a shit would you be this fired up for them or it, do you think it's the hype no, I don't think it's the hype entirely, but it certainly is partially. I think for me personally, I think the color combination is pretty fucking amazing. The materials look really good at like his uh, corduroy on the other one. Something about that just works for me personally. But yeah, it's, sometimes it's hard to separate the design from the hype. You don't always know what you're getting, why you feel it. So fair point. Sure. Fair point. And uh, nobody at Croc or Crocs, whatever you want to call them, is designing something this good looking. They're working on piece of shit, plastic KFC pieces to toss on the fucking top of their shit sandals that are made out of foam. Dude, there's no way Croc could do this. Well, Croc <laughs> and uh, Grateful Dead are working on a pair right now. So I saw we'll, those uh-huh. too. We'll be oh talking about God. those. Oh yeah, Joey, you're fucking licking your lips. Finally. Real quick, I think though that if the shoe, if the silhouette is the same, I don't care what logo you put on it, the shoe's dope. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, mean, that's tight. Point. And that's, that's I was just wanted to throw that out there. Like I didn't know if because it's 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 crazy. It's it's not a normal shoe. I mean, they're two completely different colored shoes. So I didn't know if you guys thought maybe it was you know Sean Witherspoon, the fucking guy, is a legend. So I you know, and I'm sure that helps. But mm-hmm. if you just if you just dig the shoe, you dig the shoe. I mean, it is what it is. I think it's fucking tight. So, but yeah. I don't know yeah, if I'm, I think I'm it's tight because Joey it's Yeah, what What's do you got, Joey? Yeah. Oh man, these are bangers. Since they've been on my radar, I've wanted them, and they're going to be a hard cop. But uh, yeah, they're sick. Just to uh, continue on about the um, intentionally mis- mismatched look. Uh, yeah, the left, the black one, the darker one was actually designed by the Atmos team. And it's supposed to have that Tokyo, Japan vibe, while Wertherspoon did the right side that has that L.A. vibe, 
which is really cool to it. So the story behind it, I just think further enhances the shoe too and makes it that much uh, more coveted in my opinion. We've talked about Wortherspoon a couple of times. I mean, he's a big name. There's a lot of hype. We saw Matt just pull, excuse me, train, pull out that Air Max 97 one. I mean, that's a grail piece. And uh, this isn't quite along those lines, but uh, it's a fucking, it's a stud piece. And uh, I hope one of us cops it, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. See, this is why I like to hear from Joey because I didn't know that. That's fucking cool. I didn't either. Tokyo Good call. LA thing. Very cool. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and like it brings up when Chili makes, we talk about uh, sometimes there's shoes that have particular stories behind them, like the flu game, the 12. Like I remember Chili saying, you didn't really care for the shoe and the silhouette, but you really like the uh, story behind it. And that's cool too. Like with this shoe, I'm both. I like the story behind it and I like the shoe and the silhouette and the actual execution too. So uh, yeah, it's cool when we have a sneaker that's like that and uh, we can really dive deep into it. Hell yeah, man. Good points all around the table, man. Good shit. Now, just real quick to kick it back. Jason, are you looking into getting a pair of Blazers at all? Uh, if the right ones come, um, okay. come my way, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I dig the, the Blazers. I, I don't own any, but I'm, I will if the right ones come, come along. Actually, if Matt would have told me he was going to sell those All Hollows Eves, I would have bought them from him. Mm, yeah, yeah. That it's was a, a shame. trade, baby. Mm. Oh, that's right. It was a trade. <clears throat> Yep. All right. And uh, keeping things fired up, keeping things moving. Joey, kick off that rumor mill, son. Shh. This is the rumor mill. All right, gentlemen, you got it. Well, we've said it before on this show and we'll say it again. 2020 is the year of the dunk low. I mean, it just its momentum is so hot and it's not slowing down anytime soon. In fact, word on the street is is Nike is set to release two colorways of a Nike dunk low. The ceramic as well as the veneer. Now, these both originally released back in 2001 alongside with the plum dunk low. Combined, the three of them made the ugly dunk, excuse me, the ugly duckling package. Well, now, back in February 2020, shout out to our boy Train with those plums. Once those dropped in February, buzz started circulating more. Rumors were getting going. All right, are we going to get a reissue of the ceramic as well as the veneer? Well, folks, buzz is heating up, and rumors are saying that as soon as September 1st, we could see the ceramic. Let's start with the ceramic, guys. What do you think of this look? <sighs> Hence the name, Ugly Duckling Man. It's pretty fucking ugly. Train, what do you think about this? Do you want to add and make sure that you have the collection or are you passing on this? I think the plum is the best one out of the three. Oh, yeah, dude. The plum is – I honestly didn't even know this was going to be a three-pack deal. I just – I saw the plums and I just couldn't stop looking at them ever since they dropped and that bullshit sneakers, horseshit as usual. Um, I'm, I'm looking at these two and the ceramic is the only one that I would give two shits about. I could totally dig that orangish little bit of taster around that green swoosh, or is it like a tea? I, I can't even really, but either way, the veneers are fucking dog shit. No way I'm spending a fucking dollar on those. I, I already know Chili's going to be the exact opposite or just love all three and put where like one pair on one foot, one pair on the other and make the other one a purse or something. But I don't know. Chili, what are you thinking, bud? I just took a peek real quick to refresh my memory. And yeah, I think these both kind of suck. Not a fan. <laughs> I want, you know, I want to like them obviously, but to be honest, dunks aren't really my jam. There's a, a lot of really sweet exceptions, but for the most part, dunks, no, just not into them. 
And with me, it's and just so I could throw this in, dunk lows are a million times better, in my opinion, than dunk SBs. That SB, that tongue is unbearable. I, I just for me, I just cannot do it. Dunk lows with the thinner tongue, I, I, I could feel those. They got a good snug fit. They're not as fluffy and puffy, you know what I'm saying? You know? But yeah, it's 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 a definitely a sleeker. It's it's just a little bit more bulky than an AJ one low. That's how I could consider it with the with the materials and everything. It's a little more bulky, but it's it's definitely better than the SB in my opinion. Sorry to take over again, Jay. What's up with you? What are you thinking? I agree with you for one on uh, the SB tongues. They're they're too poofy for me as well. Uh, the ceramics, I think they're dope. I, I love like that, like rusty orange, and then I'm gonna call it mint. I'm gonna say mint green. Uh, I, I like the way that they they play with each other. I I, I really dig it. Um, but I will say, I actually think the veneer is is tighter. I like the veneer a lot. I think that they're. I'm a contrast guy and there's just higher contrast. And, and for me, uh, that's important, but I, I mean, I'd cop them both to be honest with you. Great point, man, on the veneer with that contrast. I mean, I think that purple and Brown, although it shouldn't work, it, it does work, but see, like, I don't know these, but I'm not, I'm undecided. Like, like anyone, I think everyone should be all in on these because they have resale value and they can, they'll flip. Now, whether they're a personal pair, I don't know about that. I know you could probably just wear them with all black. That might work. But even then, man, I'm just not a fan of these colorways. CJ, what do you think, man? Well, as far as the ceramic goes, Jason, nail on the fucking head with those colors. That rusty orange and that mint green, they definitely play nice together. I like the way they look. Um, I, I could see myself fucking rocking them and maybe falling in love with them when I got them in person. I mean, not too much off from the plums. Like once I saw them in person, I was like, holy fucking shit, these are awesome. And these look just as good in my opinion. I mean, it makes sense that they're a pack. Um, and I don't, I don't want to overstep, but the, the veneers, I, I really fucking like that deep purple and the green on green. It's kind of a brown green, but they remind me of the, the OG skunk dunk highs. I they was just, just gonna fucking say I was mm -hmm. like, it's a Great shitty call. skunk high ripoff. Yeah, Great I mean, call. I totally get that. I just like the way the colors meld together. Now, if I can say this, it looks like you took Donatello from the Ninja Turtles and turned him into a dunk low. I mean, one hundred cowabunga. <laughs> that, that's just my two cents. No, I like that. <laughs> that you over there? <laughs> no, for sure. And uh, again, there's no confirmation as far as the vendor, but I can assume it's probably going to be the dreaded sneakers, and then we'll probably see it through select retailers, retailers, excuse me, raffles, and then a few maybe select boutiques. Uh, we'll keep you updated. Again, the ceramic is rumored to be dropping as soon as September 1st, while the veneer is fall or early holiday season. We'll let you guys know for sure. Hell yeah. Good piece, Joey. Good piece. And speaking of good piece, that piece of ass in the custom corner. Roll it up. Chili's Custom Corner. Okay, we're back. I was going to work on my AJ4s, but I got this Dremel because I was going to deconstruct him. All right, wait, for, settle down. Guys, come on. Throw me off. Chill out. Um, but the sandpaper attachment is way too fucking rough. So it's like it, trying to do a decon and it's like ripping the fuckers apart almost. So I was like, all right, I got to just set this down, I'll buy some bits with like a uh, less of a grit to it. So I got like a pack with a bunch of different strengths on there, sandpaper wise. So 
put that down, haven't fucking touched them. That said, can I refer you gentlemen to the end of the document? Because what I did do is entertain myself with Photoshop. So I want to get some ups or downs on whether or not you guys would like to actually fuck with these if they were a real shoe. So I think the first one I got up on your doc is I did like, because I was thinking about that off noir. So I did like a black and white noir, off white dunk. And I'm pretty fucking into this. I mean, maybe there's something extremely similar that I'm unaware of, but I think it looks pretty sharp and I'd pay above retail for that. Am I deluding myself? Does it come up? Did this come out pretty well? I think Drink. it looks dope, but for me personally, I, one of the like patterns that, or, or whatever, yeah, one of the patterns that I just can't get behind is black and white checker, like like OG Vans, and and this reminds me of that. So it kind of bums me out, but I think it that the custom like I think what you did is great, and I think the shoe itself is dope but it's not for me because it's just, I can't, it, I can't do the black and white. Fair enough. Joey? Oh, I'm feeling it, man. I think it's hot. I think it looks really subtle and simple. I remember when these originally dropped uh, and I think the original colorways were the pine green, a red, and then they had like a university uh, blue, almost like a Wolverine. We're talking about the right same shoe or are we looking at a different one? Sorry. Just want to make uh, sure. Are we looking green? at, are we talking, I just want to make sure we're looking at the right shoe, the uh, dunk low, the off white one. Yeah. 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 Okay. For sure. Okay. I just want to make sure it wasn't the 700. Cause I, yeah, man, I like this. I think it looks sharp and clean, man. Uh, again, the three that I referenced earlier, I would have totally been in on this one. Had this been a fourth edition or a sample that Virgil didn't uh, include looks great, my man. I would definitely go after this. Yeah. I was, I remember seeing a while back, there was something that dropped that had a very black and white look to it where it almost looked like it was completely desaturated, but it was actually the way the shoe was going to look. So that's kind of what it reminded me of. Anybody else want to pipe in? Going to the next one? Yeah, no, I could dig the. Uh, I could dig the. So if you have the black and white contrast, which is rad as shit. You could see it down on the screen here, and we'll we'll post about it. But for the YouTube viewers, it's down in the corner there. The 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 sweet little little touch that you threw in there is that orange, which he does on all of his off whites. It's right at the end of that swoosh, that little orange tag there. It's. I'm glad you didn't touch that because that's definitely just just enough. You know what I mean? It's it's just that little bit where you're like, okay, that's what I'm black and white, about. one little power accent. Yeah, that's it, that's it. And yeah, I mean, even with the cross the cross laces thing that he's fucking doing, still not bad. I like it. I like what you did. I like cool. what you did too. And now that I think about it, I think if you would have made the tag, and uh, you know the 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 Is like infrared tag, and then the actual off white tag was the infrared color, I think I'd be more into the shoe personally. That makes sense. You're talking about the zip tie? Yes. Dope. Okay. That's a good note. If it, if it matched that like infrared tag or whatever, I think that'd be dope. But you know me, I, I'm, I'm a contrast guy. Cool. All right. Well, I got just a couple more and I'll uh, go ahead and scroll down to the one right below because there was a silver one that got released or not, excuse me, not released, but there was some information that dropped about the silver one that is likely upcoming from a sample. And I just kind of was like, eh. It's a good looking shoe, but it's not for me. I was curious if a gold one would look good. And I think I like the gold ones a fuckload better, but maybe it's just because I chopped it up in Photoshop. So I got a little bit of attachment. So unbiased, what do you guys think, Matt? So, uh, and on this one, by the way, yeah, that gold, a fucking million times better. But the silver one, I don't know who originally made that mock-up, but it's not, it's not even silver. It's white. 
Like, I don't even know where the fuck they were even tired. I, I mean, we could name the account that was posting it, and it's that's not definitely not what was shown in that picture. But just the fact that you changed that to gold, and even with the orange, I, I, it's, it's hard for me to, what, what the fuck would you even call those? The off-white, the laces, the straps that go all the way across it. Even orange there. I don't hate that. I don't hate it at all. And maybe make that zip tie, that gold color. Fuck. I, now I'm talking crazy, but I, yeah, <laughs> I tried it with, I tried the zip tie gold and it just looked a little too blended in. That's what, okay. That makes sense. But either way, it looks dope. And again, we'll, we'll make sure we have it up. It's, we're talking about the off white low dunks. If you don't know the university red wolf gray and they have the green and all of this shit, but definitely cool color corrections for sure cj are you back with us maybe or what happened not not bad at all i mean can you hear me check check one two okay so i had a little moment of panic for anyone watching on youtube you saw me standing up and rushing and doing this with my hands i my mouse is still gone so the touchpad is gone i can't use it but i can unmute myself with alt a so i'm 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 good to roll but god damn it what a fucking nightmare i just like shit myself twice yeah we could totally see you being a total bitch and everyone on the internet will see that as well. So you're welcome. Hope Jesus. you enjoy. Uh, that being said, Mr. Chili, please continue. I did say it once. No, you're, you're good. I'll go through the last two quick because these ones, you know what? I would like your honest opinion on these ones because I try to do my best. I'm not a big 700 guy. I wanted to see if I could make something that would appeal to me. And I feel like I got halfway there. So don't be gentle. Let me know. <laughs> so the first one I just did uh, like a really soft pale orange sock liner with kind of an accent on the on the sole and and I also I don't know what that particular material is on the side panel but I kind of doubled it up kind of almost like a uh, Sakai I like that so I messed with it until I liked it but I'm not sure I did anything that's fucking blowing my mind but kick it around Jay easy guy uh, I think it's interesting I definitely like it um... My my only issue personally is all the colors are just so like warm that I I feel like I need like a pop of something in there like something that's just jarring like like the orange on the on the midsole like that right there for me is what kind of makes that silhouette is that just little itty bitty pop of orange mm-hmm. that um, seems to be the consensus and I feel the opposite so that's kind of why. I- Knocked it off, but fair yeah, enough. like the the wave runners for me are 100 percent a cop because of the green, like 100. percent If that wasn't there, I wouldn't be interested in the shoe. Cool, cool. CJ, you know what? In, oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I it, dude, I like the doubling up of the two little uh, where the 3M eyelets are. Like, I like that the the quote unquote Sakai look that you did. It looks really cool. I really like the the multicolored like outer soul that's a really cool fucking idea um i have to agree with jay i do like the little color pops on the midsole so that that's that's something that i wouldn't have done but i do like the sock liner change in color like that tongue being all orange like that would be pretty fucking sweet and it would make whatever laces you threw in there pop a little bit harder too true fair enough all right uh matt any thoughts and we'll just wrap it up yeah, it's it's not my color. I I don't think it's bad. I mean, it's you know, it's anything goes with a Yeezy in general. This as you are going to be talking about coming up, it's you you can go anywhere with these fucking things. You could add shit. You could take off shit. You could do whatever, and it's still like 
okay, like, fuck, you know, people are going to buy it. I mean, and it, during the easier feasy segment, we'll be talking more about some other shit that he did. But um, just that I was, we're talking about the 700s. And since you already are doing these customs and killing it, Slobby in the interview you guys are going to hear talks about a 700 colorway that he would like to see. Maybe Chili makes a custom Slobby 700. I don't know. Like, just an idea. Fucking crazy. Excellent fun. idea. Yeah, might as well. So, put that yeah. on top top of the list. Good idea. Hook that up, baby. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Right on. Anything else, Chili? Is that that about it? No, I'm officially done. Officially now. Okay, final answer. Got it. And uh, jumping back into our releases, we're heading to Saturday, August fifteenth. We've got the Jordan Five Alternate Bel Air. Uh, 190 bucks doesn't seem worth it to me. It's kind of just a white five. Um, Personally, I like the OG Bel Air a lot more than this. And even that's kind of a stretch because I don't really, I don't favor that shoe in any, you know, for any particular reason. But uh, let's kick it around, man. Uh, Train, what do you think about this alternate Bel Air? So I'm seeing it named as Ghost Green. Welcome back, Chili. Glad you're here. Um, I, I'm seeing it on sneakers as Ghost uh, Green Ghost or Ghost Green, one or the other. It, it, you know, total fuck. Get the, come on. This shoe... This is not it at all. The fire reds, you know, those are where we're at. You know, the grapes that came out. It's now it's just kind of like, oh, hey, fuck, you know, let's let's get another one going here. So it was just like that dog shit six we talked about last week. I mean, it's just there's there's nothing here. I mean, there's just nothing here. So moving all on, right. moving on, Move, for me. moving right along, Jason. What do you think about these uh, green ghost alternate Bel Air things? Um. I'm not a fan of them. However, I do like the green 23 and I think that the sole is pretty tight. Like I, I like the eighties kind of vibe colors, but all the rest of the shoe is kind of boring for me. Sure. Totally makes sense. And uh, Mr. Joey days, what do you think about these? Yeah. You guys said it. There's not much more to really say. Uh, I get it's the 30th anniversary of the AJ five. So there's continuing to pump these out. Mm -hmm. We've seen other alternates of the Bel Air and this is by far the weakest. I'm with Jason though. The midsole kind of grew on me and I do like the 23, but then I don't like the Jumpman heel branding on either the tongue really, or on the back side of it. Uh, it's just a weak throwaway five at the end of the day and I don't need it and have no interest on it. Just I'll keep walking. Hell yeah. And Chili. Um, yeah, initially I was pretty fucking into these, but they really lost their appeal over the last couple of weeks. I'm not sure why even. You know what? Bullshit. I know why. Partly it was because of that renaming a Green Ghost. I don't know why that fucking kills it for me, but it sure does. It's just so fucking, what a weird choice. Why? So anyway, it was it was largely about the liner for me. I really like the liner, but how much do you see that? So, exactly. Done. Exactly. Pass. Cool. And Moving on, man. We're going to get into my little piece of kick history. Class, settle down. Settle down, class. It is now time for kick history. All right. So on today's kick history, just because my brain started moving last week when I did the uh, Deftones collab, it got me thinking, what was the first NBA collab or sneaker deal like ever. When did that start? And it turns out they dropped in 1970, way before Jordan started with Nike and all that shit. Uh, uh, We're talking about the Puma Clyde. That's right, Clyde. 
Pumas. We're talking Walt Frazier. This is obviously a long time ago. Train's going to have some pictures he's going to throw up for you guys to see on the YouTube. Uh, not a bad sneaker, in my opinion. Looks cool. Could definitely rock it streetwear-wise these days. But uh, I'm just going to read into a little bit of the story here. So success in the modern NBA isn't simply measured by on-the-court statistics and championships. Increasingly, it's what a player can accomplish off the court with lucrative contracts from sneaker companies being a major status symbol. Some footwear has taken off more than others, but they all trace back to Walt Clyde Frazier, who was the first player with a signature sneaker deal. Naturally, Michael Jordan's 30-plus year affiliation with Nike is the absolute gold standard for basketball shoes. His iconic sneakers have appealed to a wide swath of people that has extended well beyond the confines of the basketball court and bled way into lucrative athletic apparel. Like many other things in life, his billion-dollar side hustle would not have been possible without Frazier, who became the pioneer a decade before him. Frazier was a flashy point guard who starred in 13 NBA seasons with the New York Knicks and Cleveland Cavaliers between 1967 and 1980, so a long career. He spent the first and best 10 years of his career in the Big Apple and was known as much for his extravagant fashion and taste in cars off the court as for his success on it. He finished with career averages of 18.9 points, 5.9 rebounds, and 6.1 assists, earning enshrinement in the Basketball Hall of Fame in 1987. During the height of his career, NBA players received free shoes from companies like Adidas and Converse, but they were designed more function instead of comfort and visual appeal. Unsurprisingly, such a bland product contributed to the lack of need for pinchmen. Even so, companies jostled for the market, wanting a bigger piece of the pie, if not just a piece, which could necessitate thinking outside of the box. It was this competition that ultimately brought players into the mix. The guard explained to 1.37 p.m., which is a radio show, how the idea for his own shoe first got pitched to him by Puma. It was a friend of mine, says Frazier, just approached me and said Puma would be interested in using me like a spokesman. They'd pay me some money and they'd give me some shoes. With as much stock as Frazier put into his appearance, the shoe obviously had to look right if the shoe obviously had to look right if he was going to put his name behind it. He had previously worn Converse in games with an orange lace on one shoe and a blue lace on the other in order to stand out. Unfortunately, the existing Puma basketball sneaker was heavy and unappealing, something which he didn't hold back from company executives. Even if you paid me, said Frazier, wouldn't wear that shoe. He later recalled telling them. So, Dude was kind of a badass. I mean, he just kind of like really laid into these guys. He wouldn't settle. I mean, just a really cool story. And again, like I said, I just kind of had my gears turning and I thought it was kind of an interesting thing. So, uh, train, I don't know if you want to pull up some pictures and give these guys a visual. I didn't put anything on the dock. Um, but I'd love to hear your opinions. Yikes. What a read by you. Holy shit. Asshole alert. Well, so, dude, I tried to keep my phone way out here and it's way too small. Oh, I got to get my, I got to go get my fucking readers. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe. Play nice, snag, gentlemen. Play maybe nice. you could snag Robbie, slobby Robbie's glasses next night. You know, <laughs> uh, but we're talking about, so when I first heard about this shoe, like when we were new, we knew it was going to be on kick history. I was like, Clyde Pumas, all right. 
right, Clyde Drexler, what's up? Looking it up, and oh my God, if you have never Googled Clyde Drexler shoes, I fucking dare you. They are the biggest pieces of shit I've ever seen. I'll put them up here. Um, but yeah, this shoe is, it's, it's, a, it's so, everyone's seen it. It's the Puma shoe. It, it, every, with the, the, the strip wave thing on the side, low, low, low top. Um, yeah, it's, I didn't know there was that history behind it. I always just thought it was that cheap shoe you can get to kind of, kind of get some flavor going, but it wasn't like anything to blow your head off with, but yeah, cool. Yeah. I'm with it. Uh, Joey, what are your thoughts on this? Nice piece, man. Uh, yeah. Walt Frazier, excuse me, Walt Frazier. He was a hell of a basketball player. He was flamboyant on and off the court. He had those, uh, big fluffy jackets, man. And I wasn't aware of that, that he was the first one to ink a deal. It, uh, it makes sense at the time. And, what, what's amazing to me, and we take it for granted because we've, we've known nothing but dope-ass sneakers, whether they're Jordans or whether they're Adidas, Yeezy, etc., Air Max, on-court, off-court shoes. But back then, these guys playing in these small-ass, low-top Pumas or even Converse, Chuck Taylors, it, just, it really amazes me, just the evolution of where we've come. Uh, I, was, I like the Puma Glides. I think they're a tight, just casual flex. I've had a lot of pairs in the past. Uh, I looked at it as like a go-to if you didn't have Vans or if you didn't have Adidas. Puma was the next line of shoe you could get. Corn uh, made them popular too while we were growing up. I hate to say it, but that was another avenue. Um, so yeah, it's a cool shoe, cool piece. I wasn't aware of that. And uh, yeah, maybe if I could get myself a pair of Clydes for, I don't know, 60, 70 bucks, I might and throw them in the rotation. Hell yeah, why not? And uh, Jay, anything to add, man? Yeah, I mean, first of all, great piece like that that was really cool like i i had no idea there was a deal in 1970 that's pretty sweet um but i'm actually kind of a fan uh because growing up especially in high school one of my go-to shoes was the uh puma indoor soccer shoe so um i uh, i'm actually a fan of puma and i mean ricky fowler's my boy so you know gotta 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 love the puma actually my disc golf shoes are puma yeah, nice. disc yeah, golf. Saying. I said it. <laughs> Didn't you just cop some Pumas recently? Yeah, his uh, my, disc golf. Th- th- those are my disc golf. Oh, that's shoes. what. Okay, sorry, yeah. I didn't got you. Wasn't yeah, it's when I was up okay. north. Gotcha. I remember um, when you showed us pictures. Yeah, um, so they're actually pretty awesome. They're completely waterproof, and they have a like a turn dial is how you tighten them. Oh, shit. that's then, cool, man. And then you just turn it, you know, counterclockwise, and it releases the pressure almost like. The, the Reebok pumps, except for there's no air involved. It's just a, you know, like a gear that gets released, but you know, same kind of concept, I guess. But yeah. Chili, what do you think, bud? I think I'm with train. I think these are kind of snoozers. Uh, <laughs> good stat, by the way, Matt, I didn't know that. So that's a nice little NBA perk. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think Joe, I think you and uh, Travis were both rocking these back in the day, like eighth, ninth grade. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. They were, they were, yeah, they were a flex back then, man. I mean, they're hot. Good you guys were wearing them in your kilts, like listening to Life is Peachy, just fucking dancing around your bedrooms. And that shit. was me and Strawn, not oh, Joey. Right, right. My bad. Yep. Carry on. My bad. Right on. Well, well that's, that's all I got. Yep. That was Kick History. And again, uh, my apologies. I can't read. Apparently, I didn't get through that uh, third grade graduation either. So me and Trainer are just going to go sit in detention and fuck off. Um, but yeah, that was it. Appreciate you guys. And uh, next time I'll bring my fucking readers.
All right. And uh, I wanted to ask Joey last because I was going to use it as a segue because this is 40 bangers. Get us cooking. We like sports and we don't care who knows. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. All right. Well, we're jumping right into it. And as I mentioned last week, we might even be hitting the golf course. And that's where we're going to start things off, folks. And I got to bring this uh, up because Jason was my man on this one. He brought to the attention Brought to our attention, Mr. Uh, Harold Varner III rocking Jordan 11 low Concords during the PGA Championship this past weekend. I think we're all in agreement here about these being really hot. We've been seeing some golfers rock custom spikes. I know the Air Jordan 5 Fire Red came out this past year in a golf shoe, too. I had a few buddies that were chasing it. Uh, and it looks like from the look of it with him rocking the uh, Jordan hat, he's a uh, sponsor. So he probably has a lot of treats up his way, some player exclusives. And yeah, these are fucking hot. I like these a lot. Uh, I would rock them on the course or off the course either way. Um, Chili, what do you think about these? Sorry, guys. My window closed. I have to repull up the dock. Jay, what do you think? Yeah, Jay, why I don't think... you start us? Yeah, since you were the one that brought it up. I mean, I love them. They're, you know the Jordan 11 is one of the silhouettes I really, really love. Uh, I'd love to see him rocking the UNCs and breads uh, in the future. Those, I think those would be two colorways that would just look awesome. Um, yeah. I mean, you know me, I am a diehard golf fan. So, um, and, and of course we have our podcast and we all love shoes. So of course I'm paying attention to what's on the guy's feet. He came up to hit a tee shot. And I, I took a took a screen grab and I sent it to you and I was like, were we just talking about this? And so it was perfect timing. It was really perfect timing. It was perfect timing. I appreciate that, my man. Hey, and I can see those eleven concords behind train. What do you think about these uh, spikes, man? These golf spikes. Yeah, these are clean as shit. And, man, Varner hitting the jackpot, man, getting the old sponsorship by Jordan for golf. Fuck, this guy's going to be laced up until he dies. I mean, if you want to see the hottest Jordan golf gear, watch this dude every round. He's going to be wearing the fucking tightest shit ever. Chili, way to be prepared. You are really killing it today, buddy. Well done, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, but anyways, yeah, Varner, man, this guy, you know, let's let's see him win some titles here, okay? I'm, I love golf too. Love watching it. If you play it, you love watching it. If you don't play it, you probably fucking hate golf, but I would definitely suggest getting into it, especially with this kind of drip going on the course. Fire is shit. Fire is shit for sure. Hell yeah. That's a great point. I mean, Hey, we're all trying to drip. Who says the golfers can't be out there doing it as well. CJ, you got anything to add before we move on to the diamond? Just that it's cool to see fucking 11s on the fucking course, man. Pretty fucking dope, but that's about it, man. Hell yeah, I agree all the way around. All right, as I mentioned, we're going to be moving over to the baseball diamond, and we're going to be looking right now at Aaron Hicks of the New York Yankees. He's rocking some custom Air Jordan 1 spikes. It looks like it has like an elephant print on them, so we got a custom job. I'm going to start with Chili since he's our Chili custom corner. What do you think about these? What would you do to enhance them, or would you leave them as it is, or would you just shit on them and just what? No, you know what? I, I should like them, but I do. And I think it's partly because it's uh, in line with the uniform. It's really got it's matching well. So it's I think it's a pretty sharp fit. And uh, yeah, no, it's I, I'm really glad you're doing a lot of these sports related ones because it's I'm seeing a lot of shit that I wasn't aware of. This is a good one, surprisingly, because it's a lot of elephant print. I didn't think I would like it. For sure, good point. And as we progress through uh, the months, you'll see. I mean. 
especially if we have an NFL season. I can't stress that enough because during uh, pregame, a lot of these guys are rocking some hard custom cleats. And uh, some of them are whack right. too. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun to go through them and uh, definitely check them out. Jason, my man, you're a baseball guy. What do you think about these uh, custom Air Jordan 1 elephant, pin, elephant print spikes? You know, surprisingly, they, they absolutely work. And I think they're red. Um, the, the way that the swoosh just kind of plays off the sock and then you have the broken up elephant print around it with a little burst of white. I, I don't know. They would, I, I think like Chili said, any other uniform, this probably doesn't work, but damn, this fucking works. I like nice. it. I dig nice. it. Matt, what, yeah. what about you? you? I know you're, you're a big hater on baseball. What do you think of these? Yeah. I, I mean, it's baseball is a dog shit sport fuck the yankees fuck the east coast i mean come on baby that's my opinion you could eat my shit uh these look weird as shit that i don't i don't know when did this start happening like when did ball players start rocking these custom jordans has this always been a thing it just seems like out of nowhere i'm starting to see more and more baseball players rocking jordans and all different kinds of weird ass shit it's i didn't even know this was legal in mlb to wear this shit it's been happening for a couple of years now, but it's becoming more popular amongst the players. Um, it's cool to see. I mean, you know, hey, whatever. Get the brand, get a little bit more flavor going. I mean, if it's something to catch my eye for baseball, then I'm in. Um, I, it, it's just, you know, whatever. It's not my, it, they're cleats, though. I, I can't really dog on them. The guy's fucking probably making $700 million a year or so. Good on him, man. I it's, I love the elephant print, AJ. It's It looks like an AJ1. or Yeah, it does. I mean, they're just bulky as shit, but whatever. I mean, it's cool yeah. to see that kind of the, the culture getting out into baseball and who knows where else it could go. I mean, fuck golf. And know? I think it's going to keep going, like you said, because like now that you're seeing it more in baseball, you're seeing it more in basketball. Um, Kanye already tried to do, you know, the, the cleat, right? Maybe he does another one now that it's becoming a thing. And now, you know, players aren't getting fined for it anymore, right? Um, so who knows? I think that we're going to see a lot more flavor when it comes to, you know, cleats and maybe even indoor soccer or, you know, indoor, you know, rugby. Who knows? I don't know. Arena football. Who knows? Sky's the limit. I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm eager to see what, what, uh, what comes our way sports-wise. For sure. CJ, anything to uh, add? Not really, man. Again, uh, they're cleats, so, you know, I'm out. But, yeah, I think it's cool. I like the elephant print. It's dope. But uh, kick it around, man. I got you, my man. All right. Well, in our last segment here, this one's kind of fun because last week we were talking about the airship band. And, hey, I sat here and I called it. I said that fucker PJ Tucker would be one of those motherfuckers that would be rocking these. And sure enough, he is. I knew it. And shoot around, this fucker was rocking them. And so is Marco Benelli. I want to mention he's Italian, so it kind of makes it a little more legit. I'm sure uh, it's personal for him. But uh, none, of us, none of us were feeling these last week. What do we think now that we're seeing them on feet, on, on these basketball players? Uh, any change of heart? Jason, what do you think? Uh, I stand by my original statement. I, I am not a fan of these. All right. No, I feel you. All right. Chili. Yeah. Me personally, I have not changed my tune, but I will say that he's pulling them off just fine. Good point. Yep. And Tucker can, man. That guy can rock pretty much anything. That son of a bitch. CJ? 
Pass. <laughs> Excuse me. I knew we were all feeling that way, but uh, I just wanted to bring it up because, again, we called it. And, uh, again, it is heat. Whether or not it's an eyesore, it is a. Uh, it does have impact. And it's Hell, big- yeah. And you called it, my friend. No. You fucking <laughs> nailed that shit. Oh, you're too kind. We're a team here, gentlemen. All right. Uh, anything to include, Train? Are you done? Yeah, I'm fucking pissed, dude. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, you know what I'm wondering? It's like, are, is this a shoe that would even go into Tuck's vault or is he just throwing these in a dumpster outside the Rockets arena? Like, he's just like, all right, fuck these. They got theirs later. Like, there's no way those get, sit next to his mags on his shelf. Come on. Yeah, I hope uh, I hope we never see these again on the hardwood. That That's it. I mean, it, who knows? We'll probably see a U.S. release at some point. We'll talk about it. We'll cross that bridge. Uh, hopefully, we'll have some more sporty bangers for you next week, folks. Hell yeah, man. Thanks, dude. And another good spot. Always cool to see what's out there on the fucking course, on the court, on the fucking diamond. Real fucking cool. I like it. Hopefully, it continues to pique that interest. I love it. Back Hell into yeah. some drops. I'm just going to fucking whiz right past this one because we're running low on time here. August 15th, Saturday, we got the Nike Air Force One low, LV8, LV8, UL, Utility White Black, 160 bucks. If you vibe it, cool. We'll throw up a picture real quick and get out of here. Jason, hit that easier feasy, dude. Welcome to Yeezy or Feezy. Welcome to Easier Feezy. It's our version of true or false. Fuck it. Let's just get right into it. Question one. The Nike Air Yeezy 2 elevated Kanye sneaker game with these two premium colorways. Black slash solar red and platinum slash wolf gray. Yeezy or Feezy? Train, go first. Ooh, the first one is correct. That wolf gray is what's really starting to get my dick cranking. CJ. Okay. Easy. I'm going to say easy. I'm going to say easy, by the way. Yeah, uh, you said correct, which is easy. I put that together. Thank you. (laughs) All right. uh, Chili. Uh, Feezy. And Joey. I got a feezy for you. Okay. The answer is easy. Bing. Fucking Matt. (laughs) Nice work, Matt. Nice work. Question two. The Yeezy Foam Runner is the first Adidas Yeezy shoe made in the United States. Joey. Um, Again, your your questions are always so tricky, like the the wording of them. I'm going to go Feezy. CJ. I'm going to say Yeezy. Chili. Feezy. And train. Read that question one more goddamn time. The Yeezy Foam Runner is the first Adidas Yeezy shoe made in the United States. Oh, the first Adidas Yeezy shoe. That is Yeezy. The answer is Yeezy. Fun fact, it was the first release. It was first released exclusively through Yeezy Supply on June 26, 2020. The shoe retailed for $75 and was partially made of harvested algae. The debut colorway was known as Ararat. Yeah, I'm CJing all over the place. You're not alone, dude. No one can pronounce that fucking thing. Ararat. Yeah, so 
Um, Matt, two for two tonight, bud. Good job. I mean, yeah, come good on, job. so easy. And why did you have to bring up the air rat, the fucking Yeezy foam runner, after I got my heart ripped out of my chest and beaten with a fucking bat? Yeah, $75 price tag. We're looking literally two days ago, I was looking at this shoe, 680 Get what the fuck out of here. I, I hate resellers so much. It's like, really? You won't take 350 You won't take it? Uh, I'm, uh, whatever. Yeah, 2 and 0. Oh. Fuck, fuck yeah. last week, 2-0. Oh. Nice, nice work. Nice work. Thanks, baby. All right, so just some quick news to keep this moving along. Uh, the Adidas Yeezy 500 Utility Black is returning in November. So that's uh, some good news for all of you 500 fans out there. Um, Kanye West uh, shared a preview of the upcoming Yeezy D-Rose. Uh, we all saw that. It is weird, like very alien looking, but I'm excited to see where they take it. Uh, the Adidas Yeezy 700 V3 Seraphim was revealed. I think it's ugly as shit. Uh, and then we got the first look at the Adidas Yeezy Quantum uh, Ophanium. And uh, I, I, they just looked like the Quantums to me. But, yeah, so that's uh, your Yeezy news. Fuck yeah. You're welcome. I, You're welcome uh, for playing and getting uh, both answers correct. The only one here in this fucking day is I got both of them right. Yeah. You're welcome, dude. No problem. Uh, just real quick, if we could just touch on a couple of these you just went over. Uh, the Yeezy D Roses, uh, get right the fuck out. Go right to hell. Go right to hell with those things. If you're wearing those, you, I mean, dude, you thought the Yeezy foam runners were crazy and fucking wild looking. These look, like I said before, they look like straight up Kleenex boxes on your feet. Like, they're just so ridiculous. But, you know, daddy's buying a pair. <laughs> you know, I'm wearing them to the mall and to the grocery store. I'm pumping gas in them. Uh, just real, and then I'm just going to blast through Utility Blacks. Fuck yeah, super pump. The Surfim or whatever. Uh, dog shit i'm with uj all day and the quantum the ophaniums i like it i like that kind of the turquoise would you say are you calling that uh, yeah yeah i mean I, that's fair yeah okay yeah yeah <laughs> yes so yeah anyways two and oh okay uh, keep going we're good uh, oh you son of a bitch this guy's not we're gonna have to fuck him up next week <laughs> yeah you're gonna have to tweak one of those little teeny little pieces of information Right. All right. Well, I appreciate that, Jay. Good fucking, uh, good fucking easier feasy, man. Glad I pulled one out of my ass there. God yeah, damn. Hey, everybody got a little bit of love tonight. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. And uh, let's uh, let's kick off this week's stinker sneaker of the week. Stinker sneaker of the week. All right. August fifteenth. Still on Saturday. We got the Nike LeBron 17 GS Constellations. Uh, 160 bucks retail. I don't know. I, I get it on court. This looks like your average on court shoe. Not for me. Let's uh, let's kick it over. I know, Joey, you said something earlier about uh, another LeBron. So what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, another LeBron. And another LeBron that's a stinker of the week. Where it should be. I mean, I... <laughs> All his shoes are trash outside of, I think, the LeBron 2. I just, the execution on this, the concept is stupid. The shoe is stupid. Just hard pass for me. I, I don't get it, man. They just need to stop pumping these out. It's like this and then the Air Jordan 5. No mm -hmm. more. No more in 2020. Yeah, please. We're starting to asphyxiate. I'm done. And uh, Train, anything to add on these fucking LeBrons? The whole time you were rambling on about this piece of shit. And real quick, uh, is this just a grade school release? 
the GS? Mm, I think so. So yeah, don't even worry, adults. You you can't even get this fucking piece of shit anyways. But the whole time CJ was talking about this fucking monstrosity, I'm looking at Chili, and you know he (laughs) likes his shoe. He's like, "Mm, okay, okay. And he's like, please don't ruin it for me. I fucking love this thing. So got to throw it to Chili. Come on, let us have it. Every stinker, you're always the guy that's like, not bad. Yeah, busted. I'm into it. I mean, if we're grading on like the, the LeBron bell curve, this is one of the best ones. This is like by comparison, pretty fucking tight. So I get why nobody else would, but it's It's got like a science space sort of vibe to it. So I guess that's part of what's making it appealing to me, but I'm not going to bullshit and say that these are like mass appeal. They're clearly fucking pretty cheesy. So, but whatever my cheese, I guess I like it. Whatever. Fuck it. Right on. And Jay, what do you think? Uh, I think I'm offended that that these are spacey, right? Because I'm a, a, somebody who loves space and all that shit. But I am going to say, to me, this shoe looks like Timmy, you know, just stumbled upon, or stumbled upon Sneaker Peak Podcast and really, really took a liking to Chili's Custom Corner. And he decided he was going to customize his very first shoe and he fucked it up real bad. That's what this shoe looks like to me. Damn. Harsh words. I like it. <laughs> so, so, so while Chili gives very, very, very sound advice, leave it to the professionals, children. Leave it to the professionals. Hey, that's some sound advice too, my friend. Sound hey, advice of, indeed. Speaking of Timmy, there kids are the only people keeping LeBron shoes, like even in chatter. Like their adults aren't picking these up. Like, oh, get the fuck out of here! You're not buying them. You're not wearing. Maybe them. Fat Joe might be copping a oh. pair. Oh, what the fuck won't that asshole wear? If, Come I could on. Go, if I could go the rest of my life without hearing about LeBron James, I'd be really fucking happy. Preach that shit. Guys, he's on fire right now. No, I'll, as long as they bring home a championship, that's all I care about. But that, that's a discussion for another day, folks. No, if as Steve Nash Le- couldn't get one, then LeBron doesn't get one either. Steve Nash no. deserved one. Unfortunately, LeBron already has three, so... No, no, with the Lakers. Like that's oh, why that we. Is. That's why we. Like when he left the Suns, I was like, "Go, go somewhere and get a championship." And he did. Well, he actually got one part as part of Golden State. I mean, being that's a, right, baby. Oh, did he really? Yeah, as a um, as an Steve. assistant. Oh, okay. He was a shooting coach. There you go. <laughs> Damn. All Which right. I mean, could you ask for a better coach. shooting coach like Nash? The guy's a yeah. fucking killer. And maybe Steve Kerr. There you go. Splash Brothers with the Splash Brothers. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right. Let's be honest. Deadlift shrimp. (laughs) Right on. And that's going to lead us right into this week's interview. And as we mentioned earlier, we had Slobby Robbie from Slobby's World on Netflix, Generation Cool in Tucson. And as we heard, Generation Cool sneaks popping up right next door. So please enjoy our tasty treat with Slobby fucking Robbie. Well, Duke, kick my nuts into my chest. We have the man in the house, Generation Cool, Slobby Robbie, Slobby's World, Worlds Collide. Welcome, brother. Yeah! Bill, I got my, I'm in a real Zoom meeting. Look, Mom, I did it. (laughs) Yeah, you made the big time, bro. (laughs) 
dude, thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate your time. And again, love that fucking hat. God damn, that shit rules. So my name's CJ. Welcome to the Sneaker Peak Podcast. I'm just going to kick it off real fast and hit you with a question. Obviously, you're, you're into all kinds of designer shit, MCM, Gucci, the bootleg Gucci, all that stuff. What is, besides the MCM, what is the one thing when you were a kid that really turned you on to fashion and the way you look? Um, probably Nikes. Uh, you know, things like Agassiz, you know, uh, AirTech Air Challenge. You know, like with the lava spur and those little windows and, you know, the air pocket technology, Bo Jackson's were kind of my thing, you know. So uh, I started off with, you know, skate shoes, probably like a lot of people. I was a kid and I had like, you know, air walk with like little dragons on them and shit. And then I graduated into Jordans in third grade and I had the Jordan 3s in 88. And then I had the 4s in 89. And that was third and fourth grade for me. And then by about fifth grade, I graduated into uh, Agassiz, Barclays, um, sort of the deeper catalog, if you will, of, of that time. Also more Tinker Hatfield stuff, but like some of the techier stuff, Air Trainers, Bo Jackson's, that like uh, Air Max, you know, stuff with bubbles, stuff with extra pieces and different materials. And that was really early on, you know. So by the time I went to middle school, I had graduated to like, you know, Black Flights with black socks fitted hats and, you know, black hoodies. You know what I mean? I was into like tough guy shit by the time I got to middle school. So sneakers uh, probably made me want to have better outfits because um, back then, I guess that was when I first started. That was the first time I balled out. You know, it was the first time I stretched my dad's like the limits of my parents' like patience was with sneakers. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. So you've been rolling hard since the beginning, dog. God damn. Right on, dude. And again, I fucking love that hat. Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to kick it around to the homies. Oh my God. Close up. Give me that. All right. And uh, let's just kick it over to train, man. What do you got for the homie? Bobby, what is up, dude? I appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, so my question is, it's, it's kind of, it's a little deeper, I guess, but so you've built up a persona, like the, the slobby Robbie brand with the chains and the, the outfits that are crazy, but super on point and always matching and everything. But behind that is Robert Hall is the guy that's grinded his fucking dick off to get where he is today. My question is like, where, uh, what pushed you over that edge to, you know, really just dive headfirst into the the whole fashion scene, the sneaker scene to, to become who you are today is, is the real question. Right. So probably two, a couple of things that happened all at once. Uh, one, I got my master's in uh, art gallery and museum management. And I realized that there's not a lot of like nice, well-paying, sort of satisfying jobs in that field. You know, it's a lot of ass kissery and a lot of like, bullshit so even owning your own gallery is, is cool which is essentially what this is you know an art gallery but like i i, I saw and i was always you know of, of course i was like um a combination of not wanting to get a job and social media so um through social media i started realizing okay like i had been on nike talk and i had been selling toys on ebay and i was talking about sneakers and collecting sneakers and i was sort of buying jerseys and hoarding jerseys and bulls jackets. And I had all these things going on, but 
I know, I guess until social media really, really hit, I didn't realize that it was all one thing. And that like most people that like sneakers like cool t-shirts that match them. And most of those people like hats. And most of these same people actually collect toys, look at cars and all this stuff that's have been able to cross over. So I, I, I again, really being able to realize that it wasn't few and far between when it became to like-minded people. And that was through social media. And I realized this, this like party guy, Snobby Robbie, that everyone wanted to take pictures of at the clubs could also be the same, which is me and not made up. You know, it's not Pee Wee Herman, you know what I mean? But um, it, it, could, it could also go hand in hand with my art gallery or my vintage business, which back then didn't exist. That term t in 2012, nobody was like, I'm opening a vintage store. You know, like I saw people like Mr. Throwback, round two and I'm like, okay, okay, this is uh, a fucking thing, you know? <laughs> and I was like, and I'm apparently a big part of this thing without even realizing it over the last 10 years. So I was like, I'm gonna get mine, shit. That's fucking awesome, and hey, right on the money, man. You're doing it. I was going to throw it over to Joey. Joey, take it over, man. You got it. I appreciate it, Train. Robbie, thanks for being on, G. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Definitely. All right, and I also appreciate that drip, man. Like CJ said, this ensemble is just awesome. So my question, regard, or my question is regarding your ensemble and when it comes to putting a fit together. Will you start, for example, with that hat, or did you start with your slides? Walk us through your day and how you start an outfit. Like, what is the main purpose? What is it? The shoes? You start uh, with the shirt? Tell us. Uh, well, I, it depends. Um, when I have new sneakers, I think we can all probably relate. Then you're, you're kind of thinking ahead of time, like, okay, when am I going to wear that? What's happening this week to where I, it's worthy enough to break out such and such pair that I just got? So, um, in this case, the, sh the shirt was sort of my like new sneakers so on monday a dude from phoenix came in and sold us a bunch of vintage and I, he always has kind of higher end stuff and i buy like cheap stuff of him like bottoms and, and i was like what do you got like you know big boy stuff he's like no nah, no nah, you don't want to see that you don't want to see that and he brought in a bunch of rap tees and i don't really usually care but i was like yo the like original we wear from the first season 95 with like an actual like the Wu-Tang Forever glow being held by a dragon. Like, this to me it has a sick Wu, Wu Forever hit on the back. This was the starting point for me was the shirt. So I took the shirt home on Monday, and then I thought about, you know, without being too matchy, I had, like, these Burberry shorts with the dark red. And then I had some sneakers, like some all-white um, spidrins. You know, I got, like, the new, like, all-white sort of, like, porous spidrins. But I, then I was like, yeah, I haven't really worn these polo. And I'm one person who I think that Polo and Burberry kind of go good together because they're both kind of preppy and it brings out the navy blue. And then, like I was telling the guys, I got to work today and I realized I needed a hat because I, I have dark red, Goliath, I have like most of the colors. And so I was kind of feeling like, ah. so I went ahead and just kept the twat hat and I think I made my whole day turn around. But a lot of, I would say it either starts with the shirt or shoes, you know, for me because the jewelry and the hat and the, and the shorts are usually like complimentary for me. Bottoms, you know, bottoms can be pretty versatile. So I can fuck around with bottoms, but I got to have a strong top or a strong pair of shoes to start with usually. And I'll look down and I'll just look around the closet, and, and, you know, and usually it's new stuff takes priority. So stuff I haven't worn yet, new shoes, new shirts. Uh, I love, I, 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 I was saying the other day, I'm going to start a gang, uh, AAG, always acquiring goods. 
That's how, that's, what, that's what I told my staff the other day when I went home with a bunch of stuff. I was like, you know me, I'm always acquiring goods. Fuck yeah, you are. God damn. And twat hat for the win. Fuck yeah. Dude, I'm going to kick it over to Skillet. Chili, give him. Hey, what's up, man? What's up? Uh, all right. Well, I got a kind of a specific question for you. I got an online biz and I kind of get a thrill out of when I get these large margin items, something I get for nothing and it sells for a monster amount. Yeah. I was wondering if you had a few of those to stick out. Yeah. I think that's sort of the name of the game with vintage, you know, as, as compared to sneakers. I'm opening a sneaker store next door, Generation Cool Sneaks. Um, and I'm already starting to tell my staff, look, the markup's not going to be the same. We're going to spend 100 to make 80 We're going to buy something for 200 that we might stretch to 320 You know, so I'm already teaching them how to buy sneakers different. Uh, so what we do in general is work with pretty big markups, you know. Somebody who has uh, – I got a bunch of Ninja Turtles, okay, and I bought them all for 50 bucks. classic stuff. This was probably like two months ago during COVID. And uh, the guy wanted an autograph and 50 bucks for a, a Jordan champion jersey and, and a bunch of turtles. You know, long story short, um, there was probably like, you know, 10 or 20, 30, 40, $50 turtles in there that were some of the rare ones that like shoot the pizza out of the chest. And I usually, I've gotten to know the ones from the movies are worth more and some of the weird April O'Neils where she's in weird outfits. So I ended up piecing them out for like a, probably a rack worth of just piece outs of these top shelf ones. And then we sell the regular turtles for 25 all day. These Michael, I have every regular turtle splinter. You know, we have, we go deep on all the classic characters. We have like two or three out at once. And so uh, that's just a good example of like within the last month, one, a, a really small buy that ended up being pretty lucrative for me. There was bases in there. I sold the, the turtle sewer to, from 150 to a walk-in who just was like looking around. So I, that was a good one. Uh, me personally, one time um, I went to the swap meet and I bought a um, uh, Ernie Banks gamer, but not a gamer, a um, an Ernie Banks pro cut. Okay. So the equivalent of an Ernie Banks Jersey, but like if it was made, for like the staff members, if they wanted to have one that was just like the team, you know. So the next step down from a game worn Ernie Banks, probably, you know, I, I don't know. I sold it for a lot, you know, but maybe not enough, 900 or something. But back in the early 2000s, that was a pretty good eBay sell. And I got it for 16 bucks at the swap meet from uh, this grumpy old man that we have um, who recently uh, passed away at, at our local swap meet. So I think his days are done, but I've gotten, you know, I've got an airbrush Star Wars stuff from the grumpy old man for five bucks that we sold for 500. That was like these big airbrush panels. Um, so yeah, my Ernie Banks was my first personal time I ever did that. As far as the shop, we do that all the time. Uh, and you know, I think uh, one really good one, one time somebody donated a box of um, Nintendo power magazines. And then at the bottom, there was two Wu-Tang rap tea, like single stitch, yellow W black tea, like the classics. $500 shirts at the bottom and it was a friend of mine. So I think the donation into the thousand on the same day was probably the one. Poor guy. Wow. No, he's my buddy. He didn't care. He li I told oh, him. Oh, this is a buddy. Like, oh, okay. Oh, he left Wu-Tang I don't care, bro. It's all you guys. He didn't care. He moved on mentally. Well, I'm glad you mentioned the turtles. I was just watching that one the other day. The one with the yeah. MJ jacket. Up all the time. Dude, that was a six score too. All right. I'm going to kick it over to Jason. Hey, what's up, man? Thanks for being here. Appreciate it. What's up? Um, so I actually want to kick this uh, shift gears here a little bit. I got to know, man, the net the Netflix deal. 
how like how does that how does something like that happen to another to a human being? Like I I'm I, I need I, to know. That's uh, awesome. <laughs> but uh, I, I, you just got to be like charming and handsome and uh, intelligent. Um, so in a lot of ways, my path wasn't that much different than I think most people who get like discovered, quote unquote. So I basically got discovered by like a producer that was like, um, you know, went to a reality show convention and they like, that's where they would have like, you know, showed you the guys from Jersey Shore and be like, check out these Italian guys who do laundry and drink in the hot tub, dude. Like, so like that, those guys were probably like that show, Jersey Shore was probably pitched at this particular convention. You know, it's the biggest reality TV convention in the world. And they, um, somebody came and, you know, came out and said, hey, we're interested in Arizona. You know, it's always one of these like nerdy notions, like the desert. Like they, it was almost, it was like they really wanted something centered in a spot that had never been seen before, you know? So they came out to Tucson. Um, you know, this producer from LA came out to Tucson. He like went and watched some old ladies make tortillas. He went to a fucking tattoo shop, which is like, you know, old and tired in the reality game, you know? And then he finally, somebody gave him a tip, like this crazy guy on Park Avenue who sells clothes and toys. So he came in here and uh, he asked me like maybe four or five questions. Like what kind, what's the craziest thing that's ever happened in here? Which is like a good question for us. Like, you know, how, how high ticket can your items be? It's a great question, you know? And, and of course I was good at selling it. And he's like, I think we have a show here. Huh? I think we got a show. And I was like, yeah, we got a show, motherfucker. Hell yeah, we got a show. You know what I mean? Like, there's no doubt we got a show. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> fuck yeah. Oh, he, he shot a pilot. He came out. He shot like a $5,000 pilot. And then um, I had a pilot floating out there, you know, for like internet TV and cable TV and MTV, you know, has always been interested. And I think they're still interested in season two. And they were, you know, they were in the mix. And, um, I was getting offers from VH1, MTV, they're the same company, you know, so cool. I was looking at cool offers and cool ideas. And then we, we went out to Agenda, which is sort of a fashion conference in Vegas. And we did this big installation where it kind of looked like my store and we had toys everywhere. Andre 3000 from Outcast was in our booth. Migos came in our booth and shopped Cardi B, like right before she got big. So we got a lot of attention and, uh, apparently I don't remember this, but complex, like executives were sniffing around my booth and they, um, someone gave me their card and I don't, I'm sorry, I don't remember this, but apparently I tore the card up and threw it in there and everyone laughed super hard. And so complex ended up being the most interested and they like freaked out and they like went after the project and they had to have it and they bought it. And so I had went a whole season on complex and then Netflix wanted it. So when my contract expired with Netflix, uh, complex sold them about two or three shows and I was the first show, I was the number one show. And then uh, ever since we've been released three different times on Netflix, trended three different times. And we're, I think as far as uh, I know, the seventh most watched reality show ever to be on Netflix. That's, they don't do ratings, but they, they, they will give you all time rankings. And after two years of almost two years, they said we're the seventh most watched behind like planet earth and shit like that. God damn. That's, that's fucking hard. Yeah, yeah, that's rad as fuck. So speaking of the show, when is, is season two in the works? Are you working on that? Yeah, we would have already been shooting if it wasn't for all this uh, health situation. Um, but I think we're going to try to get creative and find a way to start shooting in the next couple months. It'll be the exact same process as the first time. 
or an internet TV company will produce it, pay for it, pay me, much like Complex, and then we would sell to a network after we've completed a season and ran through a season. So uh, um, it, it, it could go, it could be so, it could be wanted within a few episodes of shooting to where it went straight to Netflix. It's possible, but the way they usually do it, they buy full seasons. Like Netflix doesn't shoot their own reality TV very much. So they want to buy like a one through 12, like what they bought the first time. So we're going to make a one through 12. And if they don't want it, it's going to be MTV. It's going to be one of these top five places. And uh, either way I have, the, you know the production company who you know this isn't my company by any means you know so we a company similar to complex has come in and bought the project and then i'm the executive producer now it's gonna be a lot cooler a lot less sort of um you know uh, hunky dory you know and pedestrian and you know kind of for the average bear i would like it to be for like people like us who understand everything and don't need like intro, you know, that was a one-on-one class to the shit we do. This is going to be right into that 200 level class, like fucking Dapper Dan, Mr. T, what's up, you know? And like all the, you know, we're trying to, you know, we're trying to do, uh, we're trying to do something that's an even better version of what everybody liked about season one. Hell yeah, up on the next level, bro. That's awesome. Well, I'm happy for you, dude. And I can't wait to fucking see what you guys cook up. And I'm going to kick it over to train again. I know he's got something else for you, homie. Yeah, Rob, again, thanks to you for coming. I appreciate it. I love the insight. Um, last question, I mean, unless the guy's got some, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I just want to know kind of what's on the horizon for you. You got your show coming up. Uh, you got Generation Cool Sneaks. Is there yeah. something, are you thinking about maybe branching out, getting outside of Tucson, or is that maybe just yeah, something we, that is kind of brain stewing right now? Yeah, we've had our, we had our Vegas store and if it wasn't for COVID, our Vegas store would have probably still been popping and we were going to move to the strip, um, which is still probably going to happen. So I'll probably come back with an even bigger spot on the actual strip in Vegas once all this clears out and people can do tourism again and casinos, they're kind of back to normal. But um, I have a lot of spots, you know, um, that... I've had, I've had big companies come in and want to franchise and we've done the research on the cities, you know, but there's some cities that I just really love, like, you know, San Diego, Seattle, places that, you know, have really good income and that are just really nice. And I have people in those places. So right now I'm going to worry about season two. I do have a game show. I, I, I'm on a non-disclosure agreement, but I can basically can say that I'm in development on a game show that has to do with vintage. Um, Sorry, somebody trying to call me during a motherfucking podcast. So rude. Um, I, I have something coming up, another TV project coming up that's game show based. That's going to be very, very, very sick. That's pretty big time. Um, we're opening the sneak store next door. Um, I'm on the new season of Pawn Stars. Um, I'm on NBC First Look, uh, which is another show with uh, where they go and kind of see what's happening in certain states and certain cities. And they, there was some cool stuff in there. Um, and I'm starting a new podcast myself, uh, that's going to be sort of, uh, you know, pop culture based, you know, a lot of pop culture based stuff, sort of a, maybe like a Howard Stern of, you know, streetwear, vintage sneaker and all that. And it's going to be with a pretty big co-host. So I got some pretty big projects coming out personally. And then the store, you know, once all this blows over, I think sky's the limit, you know, I've, I've turned down some pretty big deals to franchise um and hopefully we can make it happen in our own way and with our own vision you know 
fucking Absolutely. killing it, man. Jesus, doing it all. Fuck yeah, dude. Shoot for the moon. God we're damn. Gonna, we're going to come down. We're going to come down and say hi. We're actually, four of us are in Gilbert, Arizona. Oh, so. hell. I'm yeah, going to come so. to my birthday party in, uh, on Lake Pleasant in like two weekends. I got, I'm getting a houseboat right there on Lake Pleasant. I'm having a Playboy cruise. We're all going to wear Playboy. I'm going to have like an airbrusher on there doing Playboy tees for everybody. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I fuck with Phoenix. Fuck yeah, yeah, dude. Rob does a big fucking big daddy. I love that shit, dude. God damn. Anybody else got some last minute things for the homie? We'll let you get back to business. I know we had a phone call there in the middle. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. It's my photographer. He calls me every day. <laughs> It looks like Jason does. Get in there. Hey, go ahead, Jay. Uh, I'd love to know, simple question, but I'd love to know your favorite sneaker all time. Oh, gosh. Um, Air Force One. I have a tattoo of Air Force One on my leg. Um, okay. And uh, Oh, nice. It's, it's by far my favorite. I like the big heel. Uh, I like the simpleness of it. I like the just the classic swoosh. You, you know, if you have my, a gun to my head, it would have to be AF1 because – to me, all around, it just does the job. Now, if I was going to get fancy, I would say something like an AirTech Challenge 2, like an Agassi or Bo Jackson's. Um, and I would have 20 years ago, I would have told you Bo Jackson's all day. That was my shoe. That's all I collected. I had 180 pairs, whatever. But uh, as I've gotten older and I realize, like, what do I actually feel the most comfortable in? What goes with every outfit? What can I just always win with? It's going to be the Air Force One for me. And the easiest to customize, which I like to have really unique shit. So um, that's it's it's gonna be hard to dethrone that one for the rest of my life, probably. Very cool, man. Very cool. Fucking a, man. <laughs> Fucking well a, I love it. Yeah, well said for sure, dude. You know your shit. You got all the knowledge in the world. It, again, dude, Rob. Thank you so much for being here with us. Really fucking appreciate it, dude. I just yeah. got one more. I'm gonna kick it to you. What cool. is? your opinion on modern sneakers what do you think of yeezys and all these crazy looking sneakers these days i mean i like uh, i like everything you know i see stuff that's brand new and super techie that i love you know mm-hmm. like uh baby girl bring me that bag of sneakers right there please it's right there i got some really cool shoes at the nike outlet this weekend come on Over here cussing in front of my six-year-old. As usual, huh? <laughs> um, so I got like for instance, like this isn't like a retro per se, you know, but this, you know, this is something that's a little bit more modern, but they did the Betty Boop sort of like caveman animal thing to it. And I love stuff like this. And honestly, I could buy like, you know, some of these like upcoming Chinese companies. I went to Sneaker Con in Shanghai last summer. And all these like X Tech, you know, and all these really techie brands. I love it. Um, now, again, it's not my preference, but I'm not, I'm a purist at heart. You know, I love older stuff. I love vintage stuff and I'm a purist at heart. But at the same time, bro, like, you know, you're not going to pull up on me in a Tesla and the door is open for me a hundred yards away and me be like, that's back. Like, of course, like, like super futuristic shit's fire too. So I can get into all of it, you know, and I think that's the true mark of, postmodern fashion in general is that you, now you can wear shorts from Walmart, 
a jersey from Generation Cool from the 80s, a hat from, you know, a streetwear brand like Supreme or whatever, and then some, like, cool shoes, whether they're retro or tech or whatever, and, and pretty much everybody knows how to make that happen now. So um, I don't mind. You know, I, I, I Yeezys are very comfortable. I think the... Um, you know, some of the more dad shoe stuff is the stuff I would be attracted to that I would actually wear. Um, like the Wave Runner, like if I, I would love to get a pair and like customize them like bright red and gray, almost like a Bulls colorway. I would play, I would have fun with it, but I'd wear it. But like some of the stuff is just, you know, I'm, I'm you know, nobody wants to see a futuristic elf sock on like a chubby dude, you know? So it's like either way, they're not going to look good on me, some of this stuff. But that's part of fashion is understanding what looks good on you, you know? I see skinny dudes that look good in Yeezys. It's all good. I'm not going to hate. But, um, you know, next door we'll sell whatever, you know? We, 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 we used to be purists and only carry models from the 80s and 90s, even when they were retro. But my, my mind is wide open over the last probably five years to the world of just footwear in general. And I, I like, I, maybe I'm an over-enthusiast, but I like a lot of stuff that's happening, even with new stuff. Hell yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that, dude. Mind wide open, flowing and growing, dude. It sounds like you are just fucking pumping it out. And I love it. And I'm really pumped up about Generation Cool Sneaks. That is huge yeah. news. on Dude, can't fucking wait. And let's kick it over to Joe. You got anything for the homie before he goes? Thanks again, Robbie, for being on. Uh, yeah, one last quick question. You may have kind of answered it with the Air Force One, but I was just curious if you had any inspiration to do a shoe collaboration, what would it be and what would it entail? I I think I would want to do Jordan because that was the first thing where I it was the first time I was ever and I know that's so corny or maybe um, cliche but that was the first shoe where I was like yes I will wash forty cars to own those shoes yes I will like help my mom like rake up big old nasty like cactus thorns and you know I was down like I was when I first was like yeah I will I will earn my own money at age eight for the for these hundred dollar shoes. You know, and so I, I think that the I, I have a Jordan concept in my head that I think is really, really cool. And um, that's probably Jordan. Or, you know, I can tell you this. I've turned down two brands that weren't Jordan or Nike. So that will probably tell you who I would want to work with only, you know, because that's where my heart is. That's where the passion started for me. I think it would be really ingenuine for me to work with a brand that you don't see me wearing much. And I, I, I think that's never a good call. So it would have to be JB or Nike, but I have a Jordan idea, you know, and I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident that my idea will come to fruition in one way or another. Hell yeah, man. That's fire. Could you tell us what silhouette? Ah, uh, yeah. Jordan four. Jordan four. Fuck yeah, man. I, that's all right. What do you think of the uh, union? AJ4 that's set to drop oh, here at the end of the I month. I love the white one. I love the lighter one. You know, I'm just not ice. a sneaker guy, and I don't hate them, but I've never done well with with uh, um, a dominantly black silhouette. Just for my style, again, really light-skinned, chubby guy, like all black shoe. You look like you work at fucking McDonald's, you know? So I, I'm like, I'm white sneaker dude, you know? So I, 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 I really want the white ones, honestly. That's a shoe that I would be like, I, I was like sat down on the toilet, like when the nice picture came out with the tongues, I woke up in the morning, sat on the toilet and looked up and, and decided that I wouldn't even care about retail. I would just get them in my size nine and a half and fuck with them and just wear them. Oh, I love it, man. That's awesome. I'm a nine and a half as well, man. Uh, that's the <laughs> 
That's that's like in between fighting with Japanese people on eBay and all the tens and elevens that just overpay. So we got a we got a pretty good size. That's right, CJ, my man, carry us out, my G. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, just an absolute beast on the court. Slobby Robbie, thank you again for being here. Really fucking appreciate you, bro. Again, Generation Cool. Generation Cool sneaks coming soon. Slobby's World Season 2 coming at you somewhere. Look out for them. Slobby Robbie, thank you so much, bro, for being here. Really fucking appreciate you, man. And Twat Hat fucking rules. Yeah, man. I'm going to watch you guys from now on. I'm a big fan. I love this. I love this roundtable discussion, man. Hell yeah, dude. Thanks, man. It's yeah, a pleasure to have you. We're going to come down and say what's up, too. So, 100%. Uh, well, let me know. Yeah, let me know. And I I'll want that twat hat, dude. <laughs> the other episodes. Hell oh, yeah. Hell yeah. I'm going to come down for that twat hat, too, dude. Come on now. Bro, it's, it's just claimed. It used to have a rope on it. I cut the rope and everything, bro. I turned it into a gangster hat instead of a white treasure. <laughs> <laughs> The minor adjustment on that flex. Oh, I love it. Always. Nice, man. Peace out, Robbie. Thank you so much, homie. Dude, I, honestly, that was a pleasant as pie interview. God damn, that dude was just all energy. And he fucked, I mean, like I said, mind wide open flowing and growing that motherfucker is constantly fucking pushing himself over the limit one of these days he's probably gonna run himself to the ground but you know he'll pop right back up and get right back to it god damn we got to make a trip down to tucson you know he's all over the fucking place it'd be fucking sweet to go see the dude so robbie thank you for fucking being on and being just an absolute fucking gem and god damn that twat hat fucking rules (laughs) dude that shit is so dope uh and again you Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, I was just going to plug him real quick. Yeah, yeah, you can dude. find him on Instagram at Slobby Robbie. You can find the store at Generation Cool. And again, on Netflix, Slobby's World. Check that shit out before they either pop it off or whatever. Whoever buys the rights for season two now, fucking, and I'm sure they might take over season one. I don't know how that shit works. I can't even read. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, ahead, it, with, with Slobby Robbie, man, he's, he's a, he's a character. He's, he's, over the top i mean he's he's super full of energy but when when it boils down to it the guy knows what he's talking about he's super intelligent when it comes to you know fashion in general check this guy's outfits out he knows he pulls shit off that you're like no way and he's rocking it and you got to respect that a guy that's like you know i'm gonna i'm gonna wear what the fuck i want to wear and Mm -hmm. it's badass shit and he works his dick off and you know more power to him i i just hope the best for him and it's it's really cool it's you know under the slobby robbie persona which you know i'm not saying that it's some fake character because I, that's no, just who he is like but, he said it's not yeah. like paul rubens and Wee herman that's <laughs> yeah, him baby which was amazing but yeah, what you see is what you get exactly mm-hmm. and i i can respect the fuck out of that I, I really dig that it's cool to see guys just you know just do you and that guy is the he he oozes do you you know what i mean so Thanks a lot, Rob. Dude, super cool having you on. Hope we'll have you on again, man. Super cool interview. Hell, Hell yeah, yeah, man. Appreciate it, Robbie. Thank you so much for being on. It was awesome to talk. Bo Jackson's, as well as the Agassiz Tech tra- uh, trainers. Shout out to my boy, Joel. I appreciate the hookup, man. Robbie, we got to come down and see you. And hey, I really want to check out uh, Generation Sneakers. Hell yeah, dude. Absolutely, man. Yeah, Robbie, thanks again, man. You were freaking awesome. Really impressed, actually, really, really impressed with some of the insight 
that uh, that he had. Like, I mean, guy knows his shit. That was, yeah. that was, that was really cool, man. That was really yeah. cool. Definitely a smart dude. Chili, anything to add, my friend? Uh, yeah, man. Loud, fast personality, but he seems like a really good dude. And I'd like to add some more, but honestly, it was pretty fucking great interview, and I think it just speaks for itself. So, Yeah, I, absolutely. I, was, I didn't know what to expect. Great dude. Hell yeah. Hope you guys well enjoyed the interview. And uh, that's going to take us into our last drop of the week. On uh, August 20th, we've got the Nike Dunk Low Samba. Another Dunk Low. It's, uh, it's pretty sharp. Again, we got a lot of red, white, and blue going on here, but it's not stamped with the U.S. branding, so it's not some patriotic sneaker. doesn't mean it doesn't look like it, but uh, I find myself not into the colorway, really. Not, to, not, not really ringing me up. So uh, let's get some quick thoughts and see what you guys think. Joey? Yeah, man. For starters, how, how does Nike get away with this colorway being called Samba? Isn't that Adidas? Don't they have Sambas? I mean, I just that threw me off from the get-go. But that aside, uh, yeah, man, I'm not feeling this colorway. For some reason, it's just bland. I like the red outer sole, but if that's the thing that I'm saying that I like the most out of a shoe, it's not saying much. I will certainly chase it because it's a dunk low and there's uh, resale value to it, but uh, it, it's not a personal pair for me. Uh, Chili, what do you think about these? Yeah, dull is a great way to put it. Bland. This is right up the middle, just overused colors dull just unimpressive so i don't know who this is appealing to i'm no doubt some people but i can't get my head around it so no fucking way it almost also has like a uh, marvel or like a superhero vibe to me i, I that's like what keeps sorry J- sorry jason that's just what's something you're selling keep going all right yeah but that's just what pops in my head when i see it and that's not appealing for me but jason continue my friend oh dude absolutely you're like you know, great minds, right? So that the colors remind me of like the, almost like the matte Captain America suit from Endgame, or yeah, Endgame. Yeah, this is where we need Nut. Nut, help us out. Oh, I can right? chime in. He'd be fucking pissed at me for not even for not knowing that, like for a hundred percent certainty. Um, but I will say, if you take the red out of it, I don't hate it. Um, I do like the gray and I do like the blue. It's not the same, but all I keep thinking back to is the champs and like, and how bad I want those. Pass, I guess, but I don't hate them. <laughs> well, hell, man, like, go after them and maybe cop them and then put that towards the champ colors or another okay. pair that you really want. I think the champs colors are dropping on that uh, sneakertrees.org site this uh, this weekend. So awesome. There you go. Eyes peeled then. Thank you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, Chili, did you chime in? I'm sorry. I lost myself. Yeah, he said. Yeah, yeah. thanks for listening. Matt Matt didn't. So there's a story behind this. The, The creator of this colorway, his name is Andre Cologne. And he started this, and the thing about him, he's a huge fashion guy, and he wears Teflon vests, like bulletproof vests. So if you zoom in, and you could see on the the actual swoosh, it's like a Teflon material. And Samba is an Egyptian word for blood. So that's where the whole, I think the red comes in and everything. And also I made all of that up. There is no, fu- I have no, these are pieces of shit. I have no fucking clue what they're all about. So you got to keep yeah. going. So one of us agrees with you. Dude, yeah, I was so, going. so deep. You, I read so that. I was like, oh, shit. I like this story. Man, yeah. fuck you. 
<laughs> you could have busted one of us. You fucked that up. Yeah, man. I was about to be like, oh shit, maybe I do like him. But now, yeah. now you're never Andre, gonna know. Shout you out to Andre Cologne, dude. Whoever you are, dude, shout <laughs> out to Andre Cologne. I think that's Bartolo <laughs> Cologne's uh, dad. Right on. And uh, train pulling the fucking wool over our eyes. Good shit. And that brings us into your little piece, baby. Complain a little bit for us. Ugh, here we go again. Train complains. This is going to be extremely short. Uh, not even going to do the piano. I just want to shout out to everyone that hit me up on Instagram. Loved seeing all what pisses you off in the sneaker community. I mean, it seriously was overwhelmingly L's and bots. And I, I couldn't agree with you guys more. I mean, we talk about this shit week in and week out. It's so fucking irritating. Um, L after L after L. And it's not just sneakers. I mean, it's you can go on every, it, any website you go to is going to be botted. So you're fucked there. And then you go on sneakers. So this is like the last chance you have. And of course, now they're botting that. It's a slow process, but they're slowly starting to be able. Raffle bots are all over that shit. And bots in general, there's Nike bots or sneaker bots. So I'm with you guys. I appreciate you guys reaching out. Um, and yeah, we're, we're going to keep going. It's, you know, I, I just, it's I'm right there with you. It fucking pisses me off. And I know it pisses all you guys off. Probably everyone in the sneaker game. You all feel me except for if you're a botter and fuck you if you are. I feel like you should be playing that like Michael Jackson. You are not alone. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. Not a bad idea. Because we're all taking L's. <laughs> True story, dude. All right, well, I think it's time for the battle of wits. Chili, introduce this fucking bit, baby. Well, shit, I thought you were just going to get in there. All right, well, we got two people that got pretty strong opinions, I'm assuming, on NBA player shoes. So let's get into it. It's CJ and Joey, Battleground. Battleground. Well, I'll be honest, when I looked at this segment, I was really a bit thrown off because I didn't know where to start because, let's face it, all three of these basketball players have dog shit shoes. I'm not a fan of any of them. Any of them. I mean, I don't like any of them. All of us, in fact, sit here and shit on LeBron shoes all the, day, all the time. I like the LeBron twos, and that's it. He, that, so that LeBron's done. Durant, I think he has the best probably on-court basketball shoe, but I would never wear Harden is really interesting because this guy started out with Nike and had a good run in his first half of his NBA career with Nike, and then he jumped ship and went with Adidas. I don't blame him when they're going to sign you for $200 million, Totally, man. But what's interesting about Harden, though, he's actually rocked uh, LeBron's while he was in ASU, and then he's also fucking rocked Harden's while he was on the Rockets. So it's just confusing, man, some of these guys. But uh, – I don't like any of their shoes. I don't like okay. any of their shoes. So that's just what I, I leave it at that. What do you got to say, CJ? Couldn't agree more. They're all dog shit. I mean, dude, like most of the basketball shoes that you see these dudes rocking, they look like fucking junked up foam posits and they're just I just awful colorways some are far too loud far too busy um it sounds like this week's battleground me and joey are just gonna team up and go fucking kick on all these fucking shoes fuck these things man let's just go fuck them up <laughs> we'll both take a win fuck it <laughs> but what about what about kobe's 
Oh, I love Kobe's. I think they're hot, man. And you saw Harden rocking them and a lot of these players. You even talking about the Pumas earlier. It's kind of interesting. We're kind of coming full circle and going back in some ways because the Kobe low is very much like that low-cut basketball shoe. He's kind of brought that back. And now you see it with the Hardens. You see it with the Paul George. They have that low-cut or that mid-shoe. Yeah, I think the Kobe's are hard. I don't know if I can rock them out, but I think as far as on court, fuck yeah. Well, no offense to the man, but I never liked Kobe's. I always thought they looked like over-fucking-processed, overthought, fucking weird sneakers, weird fucking court shoes. It, like, I, a lot of dudes fucking swear by them, but I play basketball just about as good as I read, so not very well at all. I'm fucking, I got no fucking opinion on what they feel like. Uh, just my visual, uh, you know, opinion. So from my observations, they all look fucking weird, a little bit too robotic, just not for me, man, just a bunch of, but that's, that's my two cents. <laughs> not for sure, man. I hear you. that was a fun one. I just, I wish, I wish some of these guys would just rock more, uh, throwbacks and just mm. some of those old bangers. I think even it's cool when you see Nick Young being ballsy and rocking some of the Adidas 750 we saw him rock. I mean, it's just cool to mix it up. And I think now that the NBA is being a little more lenient with the dress code and letting these guys rock different colors, shoes, and lace swaps, et cetera, it makes it better. But uh, mm-hmm. I'd like to see some more uh, throwback heat, some retros out For there. For sure, yeah. I want to see that- Steph Curry put up 80 in Game 7 of the Finals and some Chuck T's. Well, we'll see if Under Armour has something to say about that. <laughs> oh my god, dude, there is like a little leak of his new shoe coming out. Oh god, can that guy fucking stop already, dude? Under Armour is in no way any kind of shoe titan at all. No one wants those fucking things. You know, he's giving them away and people are like, "Yay, you know, like to little kids. He does great charity work. It's super cool." But besides those little kids, uh, no one is buying these fucking things, dude. Buy some Skechers instead. They're just as dumb. Take it from the Skecher <laughs> daddy. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, couldn't agree more. No thanks. They're they're just fucking weird, dude. But uh, yeah, anything uh, anything else to add on this Battleground segment? Chill, you got any opinions on these fucking player shoes? I thought about chiming in and bullshit and saying like how fucking off base you guys are and KDs are super tight, but I didn't have it in me. So (laughs) I agree. It's weak. I appreciate the thought. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, he couldn't come up with a story about some guy that wears bulletproof vests. So you you kept your mouth shut. That's fine. (laughs) Andre Cologne for life. Yeah, there you go. There's a new shirt. Yeah, no shit. I was thinking the same thing. (laughs) He's got a bulletproof vest on and some shit kickers. Fuck. Oh, man. Well, that about wraps it up for me and the boys. Um, Man, again, thank you, Slobby Robbie. Check him out. If you're in Tucson, hit him on 4th Ave. Go fucking support him. Don't pay too much over fucking, you know, price. But, hey, man, support, support. (laughs) Go check his shit out. And, again, looking forward to that season two, man. And, of course, Generation Cool Sneaks. Goddamn. Pretty pumped on that, too. Train, Jason, Chili, Joey, thank you for joining me. This is Sneaker Peak Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Sneaker Peak Podcast, on Twitter at Sneaker Peak Pod, and now on YouTube, Sneaker Peak Podcast. Check it out, keep up with us, and watch me stumble over some words. It's a good fucking hoot. So uh, thanks for joining us. Later, Bye, guys. Everyone. Peace, much love, be safe. All love. Adios. I'm dumb.